Hello and welcome to Shatbagali, in a week where we, like the majority of the world, are united with Ukraine. Hard to comprehend that just one individual is allowed to commit such atrocities in this day and age. Have we learned nothing from history? Needless to say, we are thinking of those incredibly brave citizens along with their friends and families who, like us, feel totally helpless. Let's hope and pray the madman is stopped, and soon. Our podcast is now on episode 53, which also happens to be most miles ridden backwards on a unicycle. The number painted on our favourite VW Herbie in the film Lovebug, and countries in which the Spice Girls had a number one hit within six months of their debut. And do you know, I used to live just up the road from where Victoria and David Beckham got engaged. I know. Oh dear, dear June, Howard's mum's had to go into A&E this week with dreadful pain. Pleased to say she's back at home now with a diagnosis, but not before she and Howard did a spot of people watching, which we'll hear all about in a bit. But first, when I caught up with H, all I could hear was whistling. Turns out it wasn't from him. I don't think I can whistle. Oh. <laughs> it's still in there. Oh, yeah. It's getting there, yeah. Yeah. If you breathe in Sorry. a whistle, it's easier. So... <laughs> Maybe not. I, that's like scratching your head or rubbing your head and patting your tummy, breathing in and whistling at the same time. So a few weeks ago, we were talking about... I'd, I'd come across a book called The Webfoot Cookbook, which was from, I think first published in 1885 but yeah there's some fascinating stuff in that things things I'd never heard of before but one thing that caught my eye was steak broiled on a spider oh what's that <laughs> hey on, how big's your steak how big's how big the spider, spider? <laughs> well it, do you know sometimes I I think have I been living in an alternate kind of reality or under a stone or something like that. Because spiders apparently are, are quite a well-known kitchen implement, but I've never heard of a spider before, oh, have oh, you? Oh, no, no. So it's not a eight-legged little creature? No, oh. no, no. It says in, uh, in the book, there are occasions when you desire to use your oven and broil a steak at the same time. <laughs> I think broil, we've said before, is what we would call grill, I think. It says, take a spider and let it get almost red hot. <laughs> Do not grease. So just just get your spider really hot and don't grease it. Then pop your steak on it. When it loosens from the spider, turn and you don't season it until it's on your plate. If properly prepared, the steak is fully as good as broiled. A spider apparently is a little bit like a sort of, you and I might refer to it as a kind of mini flat chip pan. So it's sort of like a, a, sl a slit spoon. What do they call those other things that you can lift things out with? A spatula. But, but with holes in it. You a know. slotted spatula. <laughs> yes, yes. Something like a slotted, slotted, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Have we been drinking? A slot. Slotted spatula or a slotted spoon. Mm. I think that oh that 
don't don't start us doing that like she sells seashells but yeah it's it's apparently a bit like that it's a bit web-like but why it's not called a web spoon rather than a spider i don't know but is that what you meant then about the webfoot cookbook no i don't know why it's called the webfoot cookbook hang fire because we've had an email from the pacific northwest this is sherry Greetings wow. from Port Townsend in Washington State, way up in the northwest corner of the country on a peninsula, which is on another peninsula, brackets, it's complicated and too much to explain here, close brackets. <laughs> anyway, I am guessing that the web-footed cookbook was so named because of either one, the Oregon State mascot is the ducks, or two, we get so much rain in the PNW that people sometimes say we are web-footed. And James Beard, uh, being originally from Portland, Oregon, it could be either. Thank you ever so much indeed. Lovely, uh, lovely words as well. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. I do love the fact that we can talk about stuff and then people are actually interested enough to do a little bit of digging or, mm. or at least have an opinion on something. Yeah. Which is great, isn't it? But also, remember Willie Gustafston, the uh, yodeler we mentioned? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, Has he been in touch? <laughs> no, this is still Sherry, <laughs> but she says it's not pronounced Willie. It's Wiley. He's from Montana and has a band. My husband and I have seen Wiley and the Wild West perform in person when he, we lived in Seattle. Yes, yeah, so it's Wiley, not Willie. Wiley Gustafson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then goes on. I was lastly, I was in the grocery this week when I overheard someone asking the produce person if eggplant and aubergine were the same vegetable. Well, I could not help myself and explained that they were one and the same, but the British <laughs> have the better name. She proceeded to ask me about cooking them. I asked if her recipe called for sweating them. It did. And if she was making masaka. She was. I had just listened to your aubergine episode and was pleased that I knew what you were talking about for once and loved the coincidence of eggplant coming in my proximity. I'll keep listening. Oh, it's fabulous. Thank oh, you so fantastic. much, Sherry. Yeah. Oh, dear. I love the fact that we've got an aubergine episode. This goes even further because Sherry said the wily Gustafston was in episode 18. Yeah. Goodness me, keep the track. Have you ever heard mm. of Nella Whitfield? The name rings a bell, yes. We've heard from Vicky. Uh, Vicky got in touch via Instagram on message and said, I have a cookbook of my grandma's called Italian Cooking by Nella Whitfield and they're at it again with the veg. So, oh. so <laughs> Vicky sent us a picture of it and it's Pacella alla Parigina and it means peas Paris style. It's a French recipe, but one which finds its way into Italian cookery books and onto Italian tables, so well worth including. And it's got peas, spring onion, salt and pepper, a round lettuce, caster sugar and butter. Yeah. And it says the peas allowed to cook slowly for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> are these dry? They're not dried peas, are they? Though? These are fresh peas. Peas, yeah. Shell the peas. Good so these are fresh sheep, fresh peas. Good grief. Mm, I did a bit of digging. So Nella Whitfield, she travelled the world. She started studying cooking at the age of 13 and uh, wrote and lectured and broadcast on food and its preparation. She's A couple of things I noticed in this encyclopedia, and I think it's like a glossary, Howard. <laughs> this one that says chow chow. 
and it's in a food glossary and I'm thinking, I'm sure that's a dog. Chow chow. I'm thinking of, what do they call her now? Uh, Rosalind Russell in Gypsy. Have you ever seen the musical Gypsy? I love Gypsy, yes. Do you? Yeah. Don't they talk about Chow Chow in that? I'm sure they talk about Chow Chow. Oh. At some point. Well, I, I shall have to look through I'll have to look through my lyrics or, or something. At one point I could sing basically the whole of Gypsy from start to finish, particularly after a glass of wine. But... <laughs> also in this this thing, I just I love this, and I'm just gonna leave it there because there's nothing else I can say. But along with a chow chow. She also has chives, what they are, chipolatas, chilies, chicory, and a chicken in half mourning. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it, how you, the, some of the most interesting things are the index, aren't they, or the glossary or whatever, mm. just looking down the, that list of things, <laughs> and you think, I've no idea what that is. Mm. Have you heard of taffy? It's a food, isn't it? Taffy, is it? Y yes, yeah, taffy. There's a bit of a, a question mark about which came first, taffy or toffee. What we have in this country, we have toffees, don't we? And people say it's very, very different to taffy, which is a US term, mm. because taffy is, is like pulled. It's like a, um, a candy or a sweet or whatever that is pulled. Not, not as in get your coat you've pulled or anything like that. But <laughs> it's... Has anybody said that to you? No. <laughs> no neither me either. <laughs> Grab your coat, love, you've pulled. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and what, one of the things that really intrigued me in, the, in this, um, in the cookbook was something called Everton Taffy. Well, we have Everton toffees, don't we? We do, because with a hammer. Everton, it... Yes, oh, nice exactly. Well, I know, no. I'm saying yes, as if I know anything about football or whatever. But no, I think West Ham are the hammers, aren't they? No, no, no I meant toffee what, with a hammer, and I think it's walkers with a hammer. You know, the little oh, hammer that you nothing to do with football. Oh, my dad. We used to have a toffee hammer. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah, is my dad used that for all sorts. We joked. I, in fact, when, when it was his uh, funeral, I mentioned about this blessed toffee hammer because he'd tried to do DIY with a toffee hammer. It was, <laughs> you know, if he couldn't find anything else, it'd be into the kitchen drawer and out with the toffee hammer. <laughs> but yeah, no, Everton, so Everton's part of, of Liverpool, isn't it? And there's yes. a football team, Everton football team mm -hmm. in Liverpool, and they're called the Toffees the Everton Toffees. Mm -hmm. So I was, uh, but how Everton Taffy got across to USA, I don't know. And it's, it sounds very much like our toffee. So melt three ounces of butter in a porcelain pan, add one pound of brown sugar, boil until brittle, about 20 minutes will do. See, they do the toffee for less than they do the peas, peas don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Flavour with lemon, do not stir. So that, to me, sounds very much like a, a toffee rather than a, mm. a taffy. But yeah, if you look at the origins of toffee shops in uh, in Liverpool, this, there was one called Mother Noblet's Toffee Shop. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I had another one called Ye Ancient Everton 
Toffee House. I'm sure it wasn't originally called Ye Ancient. No, no. No. I like the mother one better. I think that's lovely. I like Mother Noblet's Toffee Shop, yes. We've had a lovely message from Terry Lynn. It says, I started following you on week four. Not what happened to one, two and three. I'm guessing that was the one with the not as good quality. You know, and, <laughs> so uh, yeah. started following you on week four and haven't missed a week since. I moved from California to Virginia near D.C. So basically you've been with me on Fridays from coast to coast USA. Originally from Ipswich in England and love visits oh. back to the UK often as possible. Maggie says, Friday, so excited to listen. I drive to work. Only problem, laughing so hard gets dangerous. We've said this before about driving, haven't we? Yeah. You be careful. You know, like when my mum suddenly had to go to hospital, so I went and got a taxi across there and taxi to the hospital and so on, taxi back. And uh, someone said, oh, it's a pity Howard doesn't drive. And just the thought panics me. I, I sometimes, when I'm out and about, if I see someone, you know, like a learner driver, mm-hmm. just the thought of me being in that position makes me feel quite anxious. So I, I really don't want to, you know, the thought of people trying to listen to Shaq Bagley and driving at the same time, <laughs> I think it's not great. I um, I'd love to get you to learn how to drive. I think maybe I, I need to... Would you? I might maybe sedative or something first, but I think it'd be really good to get you and, and yeah, I think you need to be... Do you? Yeah, I do, yeah. I do. I, you see, I can imagine you... I don't know how my mind works like this, but I can imagine you teaching me to drive a tractor. <laughs> but, <laughs> what, before a car? robust and outdoors and yes i could imagine that but <laughs> and i'd probably all be all right on a tractor but no i'm not going very far i'm just staying in this field <laughs> on a tractor i think i, I feel safer <laughs> than getting on the road uh, i've come across something phrase golden recipes for all ages price one oh. shilling printed and published for the proprietor of william mccall um, Hunter Street, Liverpool, talking about Liverpool, but also London. How is that spelt then, phrase? F-R-A-Y-S. I was thinking like P-H-R-A-S-E, as in like a phrase, oh, right. like a phrase book, but oh. no, phrase. So yeah. you think, wouldn't you, phrase golden recipes, you're expecting <laughs> recipes of food, aren't you, out of thought? Yeah. Hmm. There's things including um, how to catch cockroaches, not to eat well i'm sure it doesn't mean to be eating there's colds on the chest and what to do and there's also one here cloves Mm -hmm. oh yeah cloves will stay a craving for drink which use according to desire so you know when you said you'd probably eat them with eels in a drink yeah if you have cloves it'll stay a craving for it so uh just a thought I don't think that would work, do you? Because don't you put cloves in punch? You know, when you do a, a, a sort <laughs> yes, of... you do, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, that's not stopping you drinking it, no. Uh, so, oak. A decoction made from oak is good to use as a wash for offensive ulcers. You know, we had offensive turnips. Was it offensive turnips last week? 
We've never... Potatoes, right there. Weren't they potatoes? No, it was turnips, wasn't it? I think it was turnips. What's it? Offensive turnips? Yeah. Right. We've now got a wash for offensive ulcers. Oh. I know, I know. But all these things, I was looking for... Um, I really was looking for recipes. Passion breeds a disease. Passion is a stranger to reason. This has nothing to do with an offensive ulcer, then. No, moved, moved on. on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I've gone through oak ointment, ointment, overheating an animal, uh, then pass in the back, oh, no, pains in the back, and then passion breeds disease, and then it goes on about palpitations. It's all over. I, I still yet to find anything about food apart from this one. Are you ready? Yeah. Split peas. Properties thereof. One pound of split peas is equal to three pounds of butcher's meat. Oh, early veganism, isn't it? Uh, mm. Yeah, no, it's probably true. Very windy, I would suggest, though. Yes, yeah. There's not a lot you can say to that. Is and here you go. <laughs> Laughter. The loud laugh proclaims a vacant mind and a most unreliable person. <laughs> I'm just not saying anything. I'm just <laughs> because we do laugh hysterically, don't we? You and I. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So oh. vacant mind and most unreliable. I know I'm quite reliable. I just can't say about the other one. I think I'm reliable. I think, yeah. <laughs> well, we've turned up every week for a year, haven't we? Yeah. No, my mum's never had to write me a note saying, "I'm sorry, Howard can't come this week." <laughs> Did you ever have that at school, though? <laughs> Did you ever be excused from oh, PE? Oh, yes. Yes. And I even made up my own excuses. <laughs> I, I remember once, I still think about it, because I'd only be kind of probably about 10 or 11 or something like that. And I remember telling the PE teacher that my dad didn't like me to, to go in the showers with other boys. Where's that come from? <laughs> it's completely made up. Oh, dear. Still embarrassed about the thought of that. Aww. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, they were never yeah. very nice, though, were they? Showers after peeing. Showers? Oh, no. No, no. no. It's funny, I took Harvey to uh, hydrotherapy this morning. So he goes swimming. Oh, yeah. And then there's a mm. little shower outside of it just by the window so onto the to the car park and uh, there's a lovely girl that does the swimming called Gemma anyway she was saying about when Harvey had finished he's got one she, more... was, she was in the shower no no she was in the pool Gemma's in the sh no Harvey's in the sh in the pool oh, right. so Harvey has a shower before he goes yeah. into the pool and then has one when he comes out but she, while she was in the pool oh, she was saying that yeah. she'd got a, somebody after us and then she had to go back down to doggy daycare and she was so cold I said well have you got a shower here and thinking it was round the back and then she said no I said well then I thought well, you can't use this one can you but no is it like a little tiny dog shower then it, no it's a proper shower and then you just right. yeah yeah so I mean, she could have had a shower. It would just be a bit exposed, wouldn't it? Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Do you remember going back a bit? There was a Michelle who got in touch with us from the UK and said she was, was it always just on the south coast? Do you remember? And didn't give anything oh, else right. away. Oh, right, yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Michelle's been back in touch. Uh, she says, thank you ever so much from Worthing, West Sussex. Now you know where I am. 
Yeah. I know Worthing, yeah. Do you? Worthing, Worth, well, I've never, I don't know if I've ever been to Worthing. Do they not go to Worthing in half a sixpence? I think my life is, is, <laughs> it's completely to do with musicals, isn't it? <laughs> Remind me never to get you a pet cat. I can see you doing what he does with Lion King. (laughs) (laughs) Right, where am I? So we've also heard from Nigel. Here's to the next year. Oh, gosh, we've got to carry on. And then... (laughs) Let's go, Ludlow. Thank you for your kind words. Also, uh, Jerry... Thank you for all the hard work that must go into making the show. Didn't she think we rehearse? <laughs> well, they probably know that you've got a real task on your hand editing this in order to make some semblance of sense. So, yeah. J.R. Hiker Baker Bear, thank you for your kind words. Also to Dulcie Laura, you've had me laughing through many a sleepless night and I've learned a few things along the way. So that's that's lovely. Um, Sarah says happy birthday, as does Amy and uh, Claire. Now we're in trouble with Claire. Claire is um, our mutual friend, isn't she? Oh, yes. If we go back to the very beginning, in fairness, it was Claire that sowed the seed about you and I doing a podcast. Yes, you are. I Mm. I remember you saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when we do the tour, she wants to come with us and and all this. So, uh, yeah. But we didn't mention her last week. I'm just seeing if we've got anything else. Cardinal Shell says hi. Barbara. Um, hi to Lucy. Happy birthday. Thank you for a year of laughter and entertaining banter from Sydney, Australia. And we've also had one from Australia. Kirsty. Uh, love your podcast. Congratulations on your anniversary and success. So thank you very Aww. much indeed for all of those. Yeah. Mama Kapiye says congratulations and uh, three celebratory trumpets aren't they or something right. i don't know what they are and eliza said hooray eliza williams says hooray and uh three rounds of applause which mm. is lovely i tell you where i went at the weekend with claire talking about claire we went to see the film belfast oh but it looks very good is oh, it good it was wonderful yeah it's, oh, God. it's a must if you it's been nominated for so many things this year hasn't it awards and and all but yes, it's a it's a must. You've got to go. All right. Oh no, I, it, it is something. It, it is on my list of ones I'd like to see. I'd, I'd quite like to see. I think the remake of West Side Story is out as yeah. well, isn't it? The, yeah. Uh, which uh, quite interested to see. And um, Maria, what else would... just oh, met a girl <laughs> called Maria. <laughs> well, I used to have the. Um, do you remember the slightly operatic version with Dame Kiritakanawa singing Maria? And bless her, she's uh, she's got a great voice. When they did the photographs for it, trying to make it out like she's a, a girl in her uh, <laughs> teens or whatever was a little bit beyond <laughs> imagination. Oh, I know yeah. that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> there's some beautiful music in west, west oh Australia. yes yeah uh, love it uh, oh i tell you what though going back to bell going back to belfast when we were yeah. in the, the theater that's the theater in the cinema 
God, I'm not being funny. There were a lot of older people in the uh, in the pictures because I think you. Yeah. It's sort of 1969, isn't it? Well, I mean, that very noisy. We all had to go shh in the in the end. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if people have have just not uh, forgotten the kind of politeness of going out. So the, mm. you get the usual rustle of of crisp papers and sweetie wrappers and all that because you, you kind of got to do that, haven't you? That's that's yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah. But then at the very end, Howard. Everybody clapped. No. Yeah. Yeah. That was lovely. It was lovely. Oh. And I've never, ever been in a, the pictures when that's happened. But everybody just so enjoyed it and felt the urge to clap. Well, you see, I'm old enough to remember when they used to play the national anthem. Oh. And people stood up at the end. Did they? <laughs> yes. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> what What happens with all your stuff on your, on your lap, though? Because you've got... Your drink that you've got to dispose of. You've got. Oh, your... they didn't allow drinks in it in those days. No, no. didn't they? No, you might have an ice cream in the interval, but you couldn't. You know, sort of refreshments had to be limited to that time in between the inter. You know, the interval. Oh right. So yeah, it was a revelation when we first went to um, Peter and I first went to Amsterdam, and they've got cinemas there where you could take a. Uh, a drink in and even an alcoholic drink which was like wow this is very civilized isn't it yeah you'll laugh though before we went to the pictures went for a pizza it's a lovely little pizza place in ludlow and um glenn had to go off early because it was glenn doing the projectionary projectionist for the the film so no. uh, yeah did you get like a staff reduction or something yeah we got in for free <laughs> Wow, impressive. <laughs> so we were having a pizza and I and because I wasn't driving, Glyn was driving and I thought, you know, I'm gonna have a drink. I'm gonna have a drink, H. So I had a cider. Yeah. So I had a lovely cider, it was really nice, a local cider and, and uh we were eating. And then we said, Well we are all right for a bit, let's have an, another one. So I thought I'll have another cider. Well I don't <laughs> I don't really drink cider, so really one should have been enough. So I had nearest dash it the full bottle left at the end of the meal i'm thinking well i can't leave its waste so i said to the uh, said to the young lass behind the counter i said well please could i have maybe a bit of cling film on the top and i'll put it in my pocket and then go over to the pictures with it she said oh i can do better yeah. than that and she handed me a brown paper bag <laughs> i said all we need now is a park bench <laughs> So I walked in. I thought, I thought you meant to decant it in. I thought that's that's really useless. <laughs> so there I'm walking in with a bottle of oh, alcohol dear. in a brown paper bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're off to see Death on the Nile tonight. Oh. See, it, that's another Kenneth Branagh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's having yeah. a good year, isn't he? Isn't he just yes? <laughs> yeah. So guess who's on, guess who's on the projection? No. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Mm -hmm. This is this, uh, this is really good, isn't it? It's it's like having uh, sort of people in the industry, isn't it? Yeah. It's like friends in the know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about Kenneth Branagh as Poirot, to be honest, because I love David Suchet. Oh, did you? Yeah. Who else was, was very good? What did they call? What's this name? 
Who is the one who played it in the original uh, Murder oh, Peter, on the Orient Peter Express? Peter Ustinov? Peter? No, oh. after Peter Ustinov, oh. there was somebody else who... Oh, hang on then. Uh, right. the name begins with an A. Anthony... No, not Anthony. Who am I thinking of now? Alfred Molina? No. <laughs> This is going to turn out to be nothing beginning with A. There's loads of them. Charles Lawton? (laughs) No, later than that. Who played in the the, the one where Wendy Hiller says, a small boiled potato, like that. It's that one I'm thinking of. Well, do you know, Robert Powell played him. I didn't know that. No, I didn't. It doesn't give any years. Peter Salis played him. Ian Holm? No, earlier than Ian Holm. Albert Finney. Albert Finney, that's it. That's it. Phew. Phew, we got there. <laughs> Do you know, it's not funny going to A&E, but it's when you're sitting there for hours and hours, I have to say, it does feel like you're in an episode of something either written by Victoria Wood or... What's his name? Oh, no. Alan Bennett. Yeah. Because you you just get kind of drawn into the fact that you're sitting in this waiting room with a group of characters and poor Betty Barrett who'd come in she was in a wheelchair which my mum and I just loved the the name Betty Barrett and it seemed that every time Betty Barrett went in to be seen and came out my mum was then called in afterwards which was uh, so we were waiting for Betty to get called in (laughs) then there's a woman walking around inexplicably with a little red bucket no idea why oh Elaine this woman who thought that she'd got a bed for the night and um, they'd come in a taxi. Son had dropped her off. Then she'd realised they hadn't got a bed for the night. So she was having to wait in a Oh, we were listening to her. She said, oh, they're on the phone. I can't find them. They're not here at all. There's two green bags in the kitchen. Will you check and <laughs> see if one of if they've dropped in there? No, I've got the silver framed ones. It's my other glasses. They're in a black pouch. She says, can't find them at all. No. No. She says, no, I've looked through my bag. They're not in my bag. Look, I shall get them out again now. And she's there, like, taking all the stuff out of her handbag. I've gone all the way through. And then about... <laughs> 20 minutes later, she says, you'll never guess what I found them. <laughs> she says, <laughs> they dropped in my other bag. What well, my mum and I are like <laughs> in hysterics. <laughs> Good to know she found them. I'll pop a picture of a kitchen spider on our Facebook and Instagram pages. And just to confirm, no spiders were hurt in the making of this podcast. In the musical Gypsy, the only reference I could find that was close to Chow Chow was in the song Together Wherever We Go, with a lyric, Tomato Sauce Goes Well With Chow Mein. And you don't find one of those on the end of a lead. Not sure about half a sixpence and the town Worthing, but did you know legendary writer Oscar Wilde wrote his famous play, The Importance of Being Earnest, while staying in Worthing during the summer of 1894? Oh, and the whistling... You may have heard it right at the end. It was a police car going past H's flat. So that's it for another week. Thank you for listening. See you next time. And look after yourselves, eh?